What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Kaizen Podcast. Uh, I'm joined with Will Sage from Precision Elite, the owner, CEO, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, I'm your other host, AJ Quimson. Um, yeah, man, how's everything going? You just came back from Universe, right? Or NPC yes, Universe. Sir. Yeah, NPC Universe. So for those who don't know what that is, it is a national bodybuilding show. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm assuming many, we have people here that don't know what it is. So yeah, yeah. How many um, how many clients did you have? I just had four at this one. Okay, how'd they do? How was it? Um, we had two pro cards, so that's two out of four is pretty good. Um, so two <laughs> pro cards. We had obviously Noel who missed her pro card by one again. <laughs> that's the three P. <laughs> yeah, so she's taken third four times now oh is it four uh, damn i thought it was three. yeah no it's four <laughs> so i mean three of those times it was missing her pro card by one so like that stings for sure um yeah. but we keep getting like they just like they like come to usa we're like all right so we're gonna do that now um and then tegan who is a precision coach he took um center of second college but it was also his first national show ever yeah. and i know at my first national show i got my freaking ass spanked so <laughs> i was like hey, bro, that's pretty good for your first national show ever yeah dude um, we got wrecked our first national show yeah dude like bad so i would say overall a very large success um and then you know we're back here in austin this week and having two more clients in a show this week here so still man i'll um well I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> universe? Something about universe? Or <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Four people is not that bad. Usually you have like way more, right? Yeah. Yeah. Normally I do. So, I mean, like a week, two weeks before that, I had a San Diego show. I had nine in that one or nine yeah. people compete that day. So like, yeah. that gets pretty freaking hectic, man. Like stressful. Yeah, I remember. I think you texted me that day and I was like, damn. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, freaking stress. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like not eating, like running around everywhere. Like I'm like fuck. But yeah, yeah man. And then uh, you, in, at Universe, we got stuck in New York. So, oh yeah, I saw that. that what fun. happened? Um. So for those who you, if you've never been to New York, like you know, they say like, oh, get to the airport like two, three hours early. Like that's a real thing there. <laughs> like that's a real thing there. Oh, so you um, missed the flight. So got there i got there right and then um so there's like three levels of bag checking like like actual floor levels and so oh. like you go up the you know normal airport you get dropped off at like the departure Departures. section yeah, yeah yeah and you walk in and there's like the bag check right yeah so i walk in and there's like three different types of bag check there so i'm like i don't know where to go and one of them it's like bag check so i'm like i'm just gonna go to the one that says bag check so i go and then the lady like stops me. She's like, are you trying to drop off your bag? I'm like, yes. She's like, you need to go to the express bag check. I'm like, okay, where's that? And she like points and it's like all the way down. <laughs> so then I, I go, I go all the way down there. And then the lady there is like, oh, where's your tag at? Like, you know, the tag you put on the bag. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I haven't paid for my bag yet. And keep in mind, like, there's no kiosks. So yeah. like, I'm like, I can't go to a kiosk. And she's like, oh, you need to go back over there to where the lady that I just came from. So I go all the way back over there and she's like, oh, you haven't paid for your bag yet. 
oh, you have to go two floors below. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I go two floors below. And, like, keep in mind, there's, like, 15 minutes has passed here, like, maybe 20. Yeah. And so, like... So like and the elevators are like the like the escalators are weird. So if you take yeah. the escalator that's like right next to the back check, it actually takes you like three floors below. So you have to take like a separate one that takes you like one floor down, and then a different one that takes you another floor down. And so it's yeah. like all types of messed up. Um, and then I get there, and by the time I got there, it was you know you're supposed to like check your bag 45 minutes before the flight. Yeah, it was 44 minutes before the flight, and they said no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they were like you can get on the plane but your bag can't no they wouldn't let me on the plane either oh really yeah oh, so i don't know why and i was like okay so i even said like i don't care like just let me go home i don't care because like <laughs> at that point like the the bag was just like dirty clothes you know what i mean so yeah. i was like like i literally had like a pair of shirt short shir- uh, sh- a shirt on a pair of shorts and those are my only clean clothes left so i was like okay, just let me go home. And they're like, oh, no, you can't. They won't let us check you in, even though I was already checked in. Um, oh. So then I had to go, like, the next floor up and then, like, get a new flight. So anyways, um, it was, like, 13 hours between flights. So then I was like, I'm just going to rent a car and go to New York. So then I just spent the day in New York City. Oh. So, I mean, at least there's that. <laughs> yeah. No, like, it actually was, like, a pretty good day. So I was like, you know what? I would have just probably came home and like crashed so yeah. at least like i got to like move around and you know see the city and stuff so yep. yeah yeah that's cool man yeah. <clears throat> so today um the topic of the podcast that i wanted to cover is something that we hear about all the time and you know we both deal with it with with uh, ourselves and with clients and the topic is motivation so you hear it all the time. Like, what are your thoughts on when people say, when, when people talk about motivation and what does it mean to you? And there's like so many aspects when it comes to motivation, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, you hear like the typical, like, oh, like I'm not motivated to go to the gym. Yeah. You know I mean, and then you have people yeah. like, they're not motivated to like even get up in the morning. You have people who, you know, there's like so many different things to it, but you know, I think like the biggest thing, like what motivation is to me, you know, it's obviously like, the drive to want to do something. But then at the same time, like, I don't even know if I even understand motivation anymore. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, like for real, like, like what, what do you see motivation as? So like the way that I like, obviously there's a million different things that you can try and be motivated for and different ways that you can try and be motivated. And like, I basically tried to boil it down into roughly like two factors. So the first one's like, if you're trying to get motivated and you you don't have enough motivation, it's because you don't have a plan or a plan that you're confident in. So you don't actually think that you're going to get like whatever you're doing is going to produce any results or you don't think that you're, um, you're actually going to make it to the goal. Or the third one is you don't really have a reason why, like it doesn't really resonate with you. Like you have no real deep understanding of why you would want, to do something. Cause if you're trying to get motivated for something, it's probably something that's uncomfortable. So it's probably something that's going to help you grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a reason for doing it, then, you know, you're not going to do it. You know, why, why be uncomfortable if you don't see the point? Why? 
Yep, exactly. I mean, like, I'd, I agree with you 100% there. Like, that's definitely, like, I think that is, like, base level motivation right there. You know what I mean? And going off, like, what you just said, like, for me, I think being uncomfortable in something, like, let's say it's, like, you know, just because it's super easy, like, use a bodybuilding show, right? It's, like, yeah. Your first bodybuilding show, you're like, damn, like I want to do a bodybuilding show. You're like, heck of motiv- <laughs> you're like heck of motivated for it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for like and the first six weeks. <laughs> that's what I was about to get at. That's what I was about to get at. Because I was like, I'm like, that's where I'm saying, like, I don't even know what motivation is anymore sometimes because, you know, like obviously, like a, like, again, you can have a reason for doing something still, but like you get into something and like let's say whatever thing that you want that you're motivated for let's say it takes like a year to get there you know what i mean versus like it could be like oh i'm motivated to go like buy this thing today i'm gonna go buy it because i'm motivated it's so super quick whereas like yeah. something that takes like a year it's like that motivation's gonna come and go you know what i mean yeah so yeah do you think that's do you think it's know, motivation that's... or do you think it's like discipline at that point because i mean oh, if it's something that's, that's like see, that that's big like saying. a year yeah, like there's no way you could be motivated for a year. And I think a lot of people, especially with fitness as like a very easy example, fitness or business or whatever, you know, you they think that you're going to be motivated all the time because when you see people and you make they're making content or they're talking to you about it, like, of course, they're excited. They're motivated because they're talking about it. But in the day to day with like when you wake up more often than not, you don't want to do whatever you got to do. You don't feel that type of extreme motivation where you wake up before your alarm clock and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to go kill this shit. You know, most of the time it's like, oh, fuck, I got to get up. But yeah, if I'm not going to do it, somebody else is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so like, it's very much like a discipline, like aspect at that point. And I think like, you know, I feel like that's going to tie into a lot, uh, a lot of what we're going to talk about today. Cause obviously, like you said, like motivation is like, it's like fleeting, you know, it goes up, goes down. Like yeah. take me, for example, I started a new split yesterday. Right. And like, <laughs> so I have trouble growing my damn legs. Like no matter what I do, like, you know, like I go in on legs. Yeah. And they still he trains hard. He trains hard guys. He trains. So hard. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's so we had Ariel. We're talking at the show last week. Um, for those who probably know by now, he's our coach. Um, we're talking at the show. He's like, bro, like we were just like shooting the shades. Like let's do a hammock quad movement every day. So now, like every every training day, I have a ham and quad movement, and so like I'm like hell yeah, and you know today like we had, I had like a brutal back day, and it's yeah. like hot out. I lifted at Lift ATX, it was hot, and I'm tired. But it's like the beginning of my split, and I'm like yeah. I just started. I was like oh I'm gonna go hit leg press now. You know yeah. I guarantee you in six weeks from now after I do back in hot heat, I'm gonna be like fuck man, I do not want to do leg press right now. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And, and everything like it's like that shiny thing at the beginning and then yeah. it starts to get a little less shiny as you keep moving forward you know yeah. um and that's where that discipline is going to kick in yeah like um motivation is exciting because most most people think about motivation is in the beginning because you know that's when you're like that's when you are motivated so they kind of associate the feeling of being motivated when you're excited to do something, but it's only exciting because you're doing something that's new. And when you do something new, you're like, Oh, I don't know what, is this going to be awesome? It might be awesome or it's probably going to suck, <laughs> but yeah, at <laughs> least you don't know. And it's interesting. But once you know that it sucks, because if you're trying to do something motivating again, it, it probably is a, a little uncomfortable. And you, so once you know, it sucks, 
you're like, oh fuck, I gotta do this again. <laughs> you know? And yeah. <laughs> people, people gotta fail to realize that like when you're trying to achieve a goal, it's typically not doing something new all the time. It's doing really boring, monotonous things over and over and over again. hundred percent, hundred percent. And like, you know, playing off that, I feel like, you know, for those listening, like, I feel like, you know, the majority of listeners, like they want something out of life. You know what I mean? They want something more, whether it's like they want a sick physique or they want a body build or, you know, they're, you know, transitioning to a different like area of life, like you and I and like building businesses and trying to be successful. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, that's the thing, like, that's the long term goals right there. That's a the long game right there. And those yeah. monotonous things over and over again, I think what's important is one, like having the discipline to do them. And then two, honestly, like shifting the mindset, right? To being like, yeah. you know, this sounds so cheesy, but like, it, like it's gonna sound so cheesy, but instead of like, oh, I have to do this shit today. Like, oh, I get to do this shit today. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, no, it, it kind of like, like it rewires it. to get motivated. Like I was sitting there here the other day and I'm like, I, dude, I was just like having a day, man. And I was just like, I don't feel like doing shit today. And I, had, <laughs> I had like a lot of work to do that day. And then like, I just took a step back and like, I have a lot of windows in my apartment, like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a good view. And so I looked out that view and I was like, five years ago, you would kill to be right here. And like, yeah. exactly. I was like, I get to do this shit. And I, I live a great life and I'm very blessed. And like automatically shit just started changing. I was like, all right, let's fuck this day up. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, like, like it's, it's super, it's super cheesy, but when you change your perspective to something of gratitude, it's, it, it honestly does change kind of, I don't want to say everything, but it changes a lot about what's going on. Like just you feeling grateful. It's kind of like that, uh, this book that I was reading is it's called the gap in the gain. And so what most people do and why they get all sad and, and depressed and they're unhappy is because they're comparing where they are right now to where they want to be or where they think they should be. And when you're, when you do that, like when, when you think about where you should be or where you could be or where you want to be, that's always going to be in front of where you are now. So when you compare that idea, which is not real, it's like fantasy. And you compare that to your current present, like your present life, you know, there's always going to be a gap between those two things. Like you're never going to reach it because every time your life gets a little bit better, you're going to raise your expectations a little bit more. So there's always going to be a deficit. And so living in the game, is when you compare where you are now to where you used to be. And when you compare that, you always see that there's a gain, like you've moved up from where you used to be. Well, hopefully you moved up. If you haven't moved up, you need to do something else. <laughs> but that's, that's called, that's what they call living in the gain. And it's like living in gratitude and, you know, appreciating that you might not be where you're trying to be, but the fact that you're in front of where you were before should make you feel a little bit better and a little bit more grateful. Yeah, not only like more grateful, but I feel like that and its term and its turn turn is going to make you feel more motivated. You know what I mean? Like I was saying, like, yeah. like, damn, I just did all this. Like, let's keep going instead of being like, yeah. oh, fuck, like I'm not there yet. Or this person has that. This person's making that much money. You know what I mean? Um, this person's built this business, you know, just like looking, like you said, like living in the game and you look back, you're like, damn, like I did that shit. Like, all right, let's do it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 One of the, one of the best quotes I've heard recently is 
that motivation follows action. Action doesn't follow motivation. So you don't need motivation to start and do something. You need to do something and seeing the results of your actions or seeing the promise of it will in turn make you more motivated. So it's like, sure, you, you can be motivated when you start a diet, but when are you the most motivated? When you're progressing a lot. And so the motivation is following your action of doing what you're supposed to do. So a lot of the time you just kind of have to, you know, grit your teeth and just say like, I'm going to have to do something shitty right now. But after, when I get a reward from it, it'll be a little bit more motivating and I'm, I'm going to want to keep going because I'm getting something out of it. It's true. And even if you like kind of flip that a little bit, let's say, you know, exactly how you said you take the action, right? Action leads to motivation, right? Let's say you take the action and you fucking suck at whatever action you make. You did, right? So it's like, you know, like, bro, I can't golf with a shit, right? Like, you, you see <laughs> yeah. me golf. I can't golf. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, we were like, not good. Uh, dude, I hate being bad at something. I hate it. I cannot stand it. So when I'm bad yeah. at something, it motivates me to get better at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. like, no matter what, either way you take, you look at it, the action yields towards motivation. Now, I know everyone's not wired that way, but obviously, like, it can go either way. You know what I mean? And either way, yeah. like, as long as you take action, something's going to happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I tell everyone. Like, you can't just sit there and wonder, what do I need to do trying to find the perfect thing to do? You just have to kind of start doing something. Because once you start doing something, like you said, like if you're not good at it, which you probably won't be if it's something new, you can always figure out how to be better. But if you've never tried it, you can't, you don't know what to correct or, or what to adjust. So then you're just kind of sitting there in, in fantasy land trying to think of the perfect thing, which you'll never be perfect at something the first time you do it. Sure, you ain't gonna be perfect like the thousandth time you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's, dude, that's like one thing I tell people. Um, I, I was arguing with some people on like TikTok and whatever, and then they were, I was basically talking about like newbie gains, you know, I yeah. was like, you're not, I was like, you are probably not building muscle and losing fat at the same time. And everyone's like, haven't you heard of body recom? I'm like, yeah, no shit. I've heard of body recom, but you know, I'm not going to say that you're going to be put you I'm not going to say that as like a blanket statement. Like you can do that forever. Like that's a very finite period of time, you know, being able to put on muscle and lose fat at the same time. And I was like, you're either, and I meant in the long term. You're if you can do that in the long term, you're either uh, a right, beginner, you know, me. like yeah, you're well, you're a beginner, you know, you're getting those newbie gains, or you're a genetic elite. But what a lot of people kind of are not honest with themselves about is what level they are. So like, as long as we've been doing bodybuilding and you know, and training like that, and you know, I think we're pretty fucking good at training, but I was still wouldn't, I still call myself like, I would say high intermediate as a lifter. Like there's probably people that are much more advanced than I am. And so I don't put myself in the advanced category, but then there's people that are like, uh, no, I'm not a beginner, bro. I've been lifting for two years. I'm advanced. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I got uh body work done today. Right. Cause like, like, like he's even being humble right there. Like we know a lot about training. We know a lot about lifting. Right. Um, yeah. I was getting body work today with, uh, the new Kevin. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you know what I'm talking about. And, uh, um, yeah, bro, he's just going on about all these di like different things with training stuff. And I was like, this dude definitely knows more than me about training. Like, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like maybe not like yeah, body, yeah. bodybuilding aspect, 
but as far as like yeah bio but understanding muscle yes yeah. exactly so like even there i was like huh like there's always someone like better than you <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that's what i'm saying like and you and you kind of realize that the people that are probably the experts don't ever call themselves experts and i'm not calling us experts because i because i won't call myself advanced but you know if you look at people like joe bennett and stuff like that and, and guys like them joe doesn't even say he's like um i'm okay you know like, he never pretty, says i'm like, pretty good I'm an that's expert. all he says that's yeah like, like, yeah pretty, no, exactly. i think he's like a pretty decent <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and uh yeah like something that i saw before was like if you want to be great you have to be humble because you have to be humble enough to to know and believe that you don't know everything so that you can actually take in more information and get better but for the people that think oh i know it all and which is like a typical guy thing especially when you're young mm -hmm. you know like if you think you know it all you know, you're never going to be able to take in more information or take critiques and, and try to get better because there's there's literally always somebody that's better than you, which means there's always someone that you can learn from. 100%. You just have to be open to it. 100%. Yeah. And um, yeah, you mentioned like monotonous things earlier, like doing like we were talking about doing monotonous things to get to your goal that in the long term. And when people think about the advanced things, like, you know, they want to be advanced, they want to do the coolest shit, they want to confuse their muscles and whatever, you know, being advanced really isn't doing fancier things. It's doing the basics better and more than other people are doing, like more in the sense of like, if you're talking about business or something like that, you do the basics more than other people. But like in, in fitness, you know, you do the, you do the basics better, you know, you do your bread and butter movements better than the Joe Schmo that just walked in the door and has never done it before, which is why you can get more out of every set than they can. Yeah. So it's, it's I mean, it's true. And it, it goes with like everything. You know what I mean? And like, cause think about like bread and butter movements of, I don't know, say like you want to build a fucking car. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and like you have like these specific skills, right? And as you get better at these skills, you build a car faster, quicker, build a more advanced car. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, all these things piece together. And like, in a way, all this does like obviously lead back to the aspects of motiv motivation. You know what I mean, but a good thing to know is that, and I think what people don't actually actively think about is like motivation is just like all psychological. If you think about it, you know what I mean, it really is. It's all psychological. Yeah. All it is, is it's an attachment to a desire that we have. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's yeah. literally all it is. So I think if people who are, you know, struggling with motivation or struggling with, you know, what even like what they want out of life or anything like that, or like, you know, they want something, they think they can't get it. It's just like, it's separating that attachment. You know what I mean? It's like, it's good yeah. to have that attachment, but it's also good to know that it's there. So then when it's not like, it's like fleeting, it's like, okay, I know what I want. I got to still do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, so what is your motivation? Like when you're on prep, like we've had some pretty rough preps in the past. We've talked about it plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about a couple of them on the other podcasts, but like when you like, take it back to the, like one of the first times that you got like absolutely just peeled and it was miserable. You know, like, what was your motivation through that? Like, how did you get yourself to do all the shit that you knew that you had to do, even though you didn't want to? Yeah. So quick story time, very fast. Um, 2017 <laughs> North Americans, right? I was super stressed. 
my caffeine, I shit you not, had to have been at like 1,500 milligrams a day, if not more. It was probably like more like 2,000 milligrams a day. Like I didn't know shit about yeah. caffeine back then. Um, <laughs> I was in the I military. Was... Like we've talked a little bit about this, so I'm going to just skim through it. I was in the military, and I was working 15 hours a day, seven days a week. And I was tra- – like so if you think about it, you put the bath. It's like plus training and cardio. It's like four hours of sleep, and the rest is like work, yeah. training, and cardio. So like stress is through the fucking roof. Bro, I shit you not, like, one, I was zero carbs for about seven weeks. Two, towards the end, there's protein veggie days, which is no one knows what protein veggie days. It's legit that. You don't get fats or carbs. So, like, <laughs> my pre- and post-workout was tilapia and asparagus. Not even cod, because I was too fucking poor to buy cod. So it's tilapia yeah. and asparagus. Like, frozen tilapia and asparagus. You know what I mean? That's the and, worst. Yeah, dude, I just remember, I just wanted to cry, bro. I'm pretty sure I did cry. Like, and like <laughs> I was hurting, dude. I was hurting. But for some reason, I woke up every, I, I remember this. I It was when I did, like, cardio at, like, 4 a.m. Because I had to be at work at, like, 6. Um, yeah. I'd wake up, and I'm like, you know, like, where you, like, can't even function wake up. I'd wake up, but I'd still be like, my meals were already made. Because my meal, I would make my meals the night before. I'd go hit this cardio. And, like, it was, like, something every day was just, like, coming over me, like, nah, we don't get this shit. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it was just, like, it's not that I wanted to do it because I didn't. You know what I mean? It's just, like, But you wanted the result. I wanted the result, and I think this is really important. I tell this to my clients, and that is if you say you're going to do something, you're making a promise to yourself that you're going to do something. Okay. Yeah, that is something and I'm very I don't, huge I don't, on. I don't break promises, right? Like you, you can ask like anyone. Yeah. Like if I give someone my word, like I'm gonna do it. Like there's times where like there's been times where like I had a client and I was like, oh yeah, I want to go to your show. Showtime came. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to go to this show. It's gonna cost me. <laughs> it's gonna. I haven't bought my plane ticket. It's gonna cost me fifteen hundred dollars to go. But I told this person I'm gonna go, and someone asked me. They're like around this time. They're like, why don't you just not go? I was like, because I told them I'd go, so I'm gonna go. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And. It's just like something about like holding true to your word and always doing it every single time, even when it's for yourself. Like it doesn't matter how much, like how non-motivated you are, anything. Because the thing is like you made a promise to yourself and you're going to fucking keep it, you know? Um, And I think like doing what I say I'm going to do has always been the strongest motivator for me, like ever. Cause you know, you can bring it back to when I used to snowboard and people my, like, you know, it was like my parents and a few friends, like I wanted to get sponsored when I was young. And they're like, you're not going to get sponsored. You yeah. just started. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get sponsored. I remember there was a point where I was like, damn, like maybe I'm not good enough. And I was like, nah, I told these people I'm going to do this. So I'm going to do it. And then I did it a year later. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just like making promises to yourself and staying, to, staying true to your word. And that right there is what got me through all those times I wasn't motivated. Yeah, but it's actually funny that you said that because you weren't here, obviously, for the the uh, podcast with Nico. But that's basically what he brought up, and he is asking me like, we we're talking about confidence, and he was like, I, th- I think you quoted something. I was like, yeah. So self confidence to me is doing what you say you're you're gonna do when you say you're gonna do it, and staying true to your word. And you know, um, it comes down to having a being in a being in a good relationship with yourself. Like if you tell yourself that you're going to do something and then you don't do it, you've essentially just lied to yourself. And now 
you know, think about when somebody else lies to you, you know, how do you trust what they're going to say? And if you lie to yourself, you don't believe yourself the next time or the next time or the next time. And then it just snowballs. And, you know, if you can't believe your own word, how can somebody else trust your word? You know, you have to be able to fulfill those promises to yourself before you can give it to other people and, and be confident in that, you know, you can't, you're not going to take care of other people and not take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And like, dude, like, I feel like this just opened up like a can of freaking worms, man. <laughs> no, it's true. It's like, it's like, yeah. and here's the thing, like, you know, and I'm just going to use like clients again, because it's the easiest thing to like make a point across. And yeah. it's like, you know, I, I have a client and they're like, oh man, like I, I can't do this. I want to pull out of the prep and like, they'll look good. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, mm -hmm. no, you're not. Like granted, like <laughs> take a step back. If it's like financial family reasons, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just cause like, yeah. you feel like you can't do it. I'm going to tell you, no, you're fucking not. And they're like, no, I really can't yeah. do it. I'm like, no, you're going to do it. Because here's the thing. Once you quit once it may, it literally, the, the chances of you quitting again, increase tenfold. Like once you quit Dude, once, exactly. Yes. Once you quit once, it is so easy to quit on yourself again. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you've already broken the barrier. Yes. Yeah. And you already broke that promise. And like everyone knows, like, like take pathological liars, for example, like once you start breaking a promise to someone, like you can just keep doing it or lying to someone, you just keep doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's the thing. And it's like, like, if you can't, again, going back, if you can't keep your word to yourself, like you're never going to, you're going to keep doing it. And then next thing you know, it's going to go into like, oh yeah, I'm going to start this business. And then you quit that. And then you start quitting on relationships. You know what I mean? And then your life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, like the easiest way to explain what you're talking about is think about when you're running a mile for the first time. When you're, when you're going in the beginning, like you're just going, right? Like you're going, you're like, I'm going to go as long as I can. But the second you stop that first time, you'll stop again in 20 seconds. And then again, in another 30 seconds, you know, then you just keep stopping because you've already broken that barrier. When, if you would have just kept going and maybe, I mean, maybe slow down or whatever, but if you just kept going, you probably wouldn't have stopped. Well, you definitely wouldn't have stopped that many times. But the second that you stopped the first time, you're like, all right, well, fuck, I already stopped once. Like what's well, another time, yeah. another time. Now I'm, now I, I went from being uncomfortable to being comfortable. Now going back to uncomfortable again, you're like, ah, I don't want to do that. Let me go back. Let me get, let me get comfortable again. Yeah. You know, Cause like, the body's always <laughs> going to choose the path of least resistance every time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, um, doing what you say you're going to do. Like, I think the reason that it, it resonates so well with like you and me is cause we're we believe that we're the type of people that don't break promises. And when you tie something to your identity and who you are, it becomes like the greatest motivator because you don't want to act out of character to who, of who you are. You know, if you think that you're a really nice person and you're giving, it's going to make you uncomfortable if you're not that type of person. And so like, I think a lot of people just need to believe that they are better than they are. Not, not in like an arrogant way, but, you know, believe that they're capable of more and that, you know, hold themselves to a higher standard. And once you tie your identity to that, you won't let it, you won't let yourself fall below those standards. You're not going to let yourself skip out on promises and, and things like that. Yeah. And like, even like taking that a little bit further, cause you said something just now, it's like capable of more and at a higher standard. If you think that about yourself, like, let's say like your ceiling was like 
just saw it. I know not everyone's like watching a video right now, right? Like that just it's low. <laughs> yeah, it's low. My hand's low right now. Like think of it at like ten feet, right? But if you like think you're capable of more, even like more than you freaking really are, you know what I mean? Like automatically that ceiling shoots up a hundred feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it like it's like even back going like you know you can take this with like business. You know what I mean? You have people in business who are killing it who probably shouldn't be in business doing what they're doing. And then you have people who are, you have people who are 10 times more capable of it, who just don't believe in themselves, who are like yeah. square one and they're not doing anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just it all like, just like having yourself as a higher standard, like it, it's going to just like change your life, increase your motivation. You know what I mean? Just everything. Yeah. So like one thing that I've, that I heard recently was that you don't, rise to your highest expectations, you fall to your lowest version of yourself that you'll accept your standards. And so when you, you have to raise your standards, not raise your ex, not necessarily raise your expectations, but raise what you think is acceptable for you to do, you know, cause you know, it's pain is a greater motivator than, than pleasure. Like, you know, if you're making good money and you're comfortable, like it's not as motivating to try and make more money as someone who doesn't know how they're going to pay their bills, like that person is extremely motivated or the person that can't afford food and they're like fucking hungry. Like that person is more motivated to eat than you are. You might want to eat or like, like to eat, but it's because like their standard is like, I, I need to, I need this. And so when you start kind of tying that into yourself and, you know, thinking like I need this or I need to do this, then it will literally become a necessity and you don't need motivation to do that. Cause you're like, I'm just going to do this shit. Yeah. I mean, that's a fantastic point. And, um, I do have a question for you. Like, where do you think, and we talked about at the beginning that, uh, discipline falls in all of this. I think discipline is probably one of the, the top things that you need. And it's, and discipline is really just doing what you say you you're going to do like long after the mood that you set it in is left, mm -hmm. you know? Um, cause anybody can say that they're going to do whatever it is when they're really motivated. But you know, when you're, when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling like shit, when you're, when you're, uh, sleeping four hours a night and cooking chicken breasts in a toaster, you know, like that's when you got to figure out, like, am I going to do this or am I not? Um, and you, you try and stay, stay true to that. Um, but like the discipline, like that was one thing that I, discovered in, in bodybuilding. Cause I think before I started bodybuilding, I had never given anything a hundred percent. Cause you're kind of like, well, I, I was kind of scared. Like, Oh, what if I'm not as good as I think that I could be? And you know, if you give it a hundred percent and you, and you don't hit it, then you, then you know that you weren't, you weren't as good as you thought you were. And so, you know, there was that, that side. And then when I actually started competing, and I was getting my ass kicked. I don't like losing, you know? So I was like, I can do a little bit more. I can do a little bit more. And I posted about it the other day before my Instagram got deleted, but, uh, <laughs> I posted the screenshot of, uh, of Ariel talking to me two weeks into two weeks into, um, you know, starting prep with him for the first time. He, I was living in Hawaii and I went back for Thanksgiving and I, he said, you can have a small plate of meat and rice for Thanksgiving. I was like, okay. And I cheated all weekend. I came back like two pounds heavier. And he was like, yo, I need you to get it together. We're get, we're gunning for an overall. 
And, you know, sometimes all it takes is one person, you know, believing in you to like push you to the edge and, and say like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to believe in myself because somebody else believes in me. But that was the day that I decided like that, that was the nudge I needed. I, I mean, I don't want to say that's rock bottom, but you know, it was, I respect Ariel to the point where I could feel his disappointment in me and we just started working together and I didn't want to do that again. So I never did it again. Um, and those of you that know me, you know, that I literally, you could shove food in my face. I would slap it out of your hand on prep. Wouldn't even come close. And you're, I know you're the same way. Oh yeah. That's just, that's <laughs> discipline right there. Someone was like asking me about that the other day. They're like, like, so like, they're just asking. So like, if like no one was around and this person was in front of you with like the best, cause we were watching the food channel and they're like the best, oh. like that dish right there. <laughs> would you eat it? I was like, no. And they're like, wait, you don't want yeah. that stuff? I was like, no, because it's not a fucking option. Like, I don't even think of that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's like, exactly actually, how like, I think of it. Like, it doesn't even, like, it, it doesn't go, like, into my mind because it's not an option. So it's just never there. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I have yeah. two points to make from that. And uh, one of the points to make from that, and it ties into discipline, is this. And I've said it before, like, on my Instagram and everything. And it's whatever you whatever you do. You know, again, going back to bodybuilding, business, relationships, whatever, whatever it is, right? If you are, let's say, let's say you're 99% in, you could be 99.9% in, right? If you're 99.9% in and not a hundred, things are going to seep into your fucking mind. You know what I mean? Whether it's like food, because now that 1%, that's, that's food right there. That becomes an option. You start thinking about it. You're like, oh, well, maybe this little bite. You know, let's say it's a relationship. You're not 100% committed. You're 99% there. And it's like, damn, that girl's pretty fine. Like, like she's looking good. She's staring at me. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And it becomes an option <laughs> yeah. in your head. You know, even business, dude. Like, same thing with business. Yeah. Right? You're like, like oh, like, I'm, I'm like my business is like, I'm not sure if it's going to take off. But I got this job offer right now that like kind of sounds good. It's not really what I want to do, but they're like paying okay. I'm gonna go take that. You know what I mean? But if you're a hundred percent in, like you're fucking locked in, and nothing else matters. It's just all discipline at that point, and way more freaking motivation because you're hundred percent locked in. You're motivated to do what the hell you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. like it's like it's like the whole idea of no compromise. Yeah, exactly. You, know, like you can't you can't compromise a little bit. You can't say I'm gonna have a couple extra almonds because once you break that barrier, you have a couple extra almonds. You're like, oh, what's a couple more? And then all of a sudden, you ate a whole bag or you ate like three spoonfuls of peanut peanut butter that you weren't supposed to have. Or, you know, some, something stupid like that. Exactly. But like you you don't want to start compromising, and that's that's basically the reason that I I even did 75 hard in the beginning um, of this year was just because discipline is a perishable skill you know like that was that was gonna be my second point one time so yeah. let me say something real quick let me stop real quick and then you can keep going i was gonna say that as my second point however i was gonna quote aj because aj said that on either <laughs> our first or second podcast aj like you've said a lot of smart shit and a lot of stupid shit like in our friendship <laughs> but i was like that might be like the most quotable thing aj has ever said in his fucking life and i like that and it like stuck with me too and so like if it sticks with me i hope it sticks with everyone else and that is aj said it that discipline is a perishable tra a perishable trait and he said that in our first or second podcast i can't remember which one but you said it anyways keep yeah. going yeah, no, like exactly. And, and it's, it's basically like a muscle. Like if you stop training it, it's going to get weak. It's going to get small. Like it's, it's not going to be as good. It's not going to be as effective. So you have to keep training it and keep, 
you know, it's, you have to constantly like pour into it. It's a skill. And so that's basically the reason that I did 75 hard. Cause you know, I, I haven't been prepping for a while and you know, you kind of want something to test the well, well, I want, I want something to test my discipline. I want something to test how strong I am mentally. And, you know, like one, once I get locked into something, I'm like, oh, I'm doing this shit. Yep. But, um, I mean, obviously I did quit, for, but that was a, t that's a totally different story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Like, I'm not going to lie, dude. Like if you put me right now at this moment, like there is a freaking time machine right now. I jumped back to 2017 prep where I was like dying. But I don't think I'd be able to do it. Like, I really don't. Like, because, like, yeah. as, you know, the years have gone by, there's been some comforts coming into my life. I don't really have to die during prep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I'll be honest. Like, I don't think I could do it. And I think, like, I would have to build myself back up to have that level of discipline. Not saying I'm not disciplined right now because we fucking know I am. But that was just, like, on another yeah. level. And now I might be, you know, a little bit lower on the discipline total pole. <laughs> but, like, it's true, dude. Like, like if you threw me there right now, I, I would get it done, obviously, because, like, Again, it goes back to like saying the promise, like making a promise to yourself. But like, man, that would be freaking hard. Yeah, and I think I think it's like when you're in it, you and I are, are very. Well, I mean, we're pretty much the same. Like, you just kind of accept that this is your life or this is your diet, and you just leave it as that. Like, there's no, there's nothing else. You know, there's no. Oh well, I could be doing this. Like, no, you couldn't, because this is all you got. <laughs> You know, you got to do whatever's in front of you. You got to eat whatever's in front of you and everything else is not yours. You don't even worry about it, you know? And sometimes that's, you know, when you're in a shitty situation and you're broke and stuff like that, you're not like, oh, well, damn, I wish I had a ton of money. Like I wish, of course I do, but this is what your current reality is. Like, what are you going to do about it? And that should be motivating enough, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's basically what you were saying about, yeah, that's basically what you're saying about diet too, you know? you don't even see other people's food almost you almost don't even see other people's food as food you're just like that's theirs that's not yeah mine. exactly the only thing that i can eat is is this tupperware right here yep. if you're if you have tupperware you know you're like i got this whatever i pack that's all i got and if you know if i'm still hungry after i'm just gonna be hungry that's it that's just the way it is exactly man exactly it, oh it's it's so true though you know but no it's just it's funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah i you mean, got my mind thinking that's, about like that's kind of the, right now, so. yeah <laughs> that's that's yeah that's basically like all the times that we've talked about on this podcast so far you know all those times when it was hard you just kind of accept that it's your life and you're like all right well i can either sit here and bitch about it or i can do something and make it better and you know a lot of the time people just get sad and they get depressed or they you know they're quote-unquote unmotivated because it's already hard but What's harder, you know, staying in the same place that you don't like or the, you know, the hard being disciplined and being a little bit tougher and, and doing a little bit more because at least then you can get some kind of reward out of it. <laughs> but if you just sit there and you're crying about stuff, you know, you could just sit there in a pool of your own tears. <laughs> yep. Um, I have something to say, like to, to piggyback off that, you know what I mean? It's like how you're saying, like you could like suck or do something about it. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. just like sitting in it. Um, and this is like the, really the last thing I have on, on motivation, but that is this. And it's just cause like, I feel like in today's generation, um, not that we're that old, but <laughs> like 
Dude, everyone just wants shit easy right now. Like everyone wants stuff easy. Like I'm seeing it even with clients. Like clients are getting harder to coach just because like everyone wants wants easy and convenient and all these things. You know what I mean? And yeah, everyone wants to like you know. I know a few people trying to start businesses and it's not working in the first two months and they want to quit and they want to do all these things. I'm like, man, what are y'all doing? You know what I mean? And so like, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. serious. Like I'm serious and like. For everyone listening, like I want, if you're in that boat, let's say you're doing your first bodybuilding show, you're trying to build a business, you're trying anything. Like, I want you to think about this because it's something that I did. All right. And it is, you know, and, and it is very motivating too to think about. I didn't know it in the time, but looking back now it is. And if I would have, someone would have told me this during the time, I probably would have been a little more motivated to do it. And it was like this, because a lot of them were like young, maybe about 22, 23 ish around there a lot of these people that like i'm seeing that they're trying to do all these things and they're just they think they're failing and they want to stop and it is this it's like spend this time right spend like the next year two years three years something like i spent my whole first half of my early, like, of my 20s so 20 to 25 it was actually like 20 to like 27 you know what i mean um learning discipline all right and and it goes back to like the food thing. That's how you made me think of that about this. And it was like, um, you know, I wanted, I wanted something and there's all these little shiny things in front of me. Like, Oh, Hey, let's go out. Let's do this. Let's do this. Taking me away from my goals. It's like, no, nah, fuck that shit. Just focus on your goals because, and it's like the, the kind of like the, the gap thing you're talking about, because like those five years that you commit to that, right. is going to set up the next 20 years. Okay. Yeah. And it is. That's it, facts. It, it's facts. It's going to set up your next 20 freaking years, right? And you're going to be living a, a completely different life that you didn't even think was possible. Right. And that yeah. in itself should be motivating right there. Right. Yeah. Instead of just doing yeah. the easy shit every single day, that's just going to lead to nowhere. And the next thing you know, five years are going to pass and you're still in the same fucking spot. So that's what I got to say yeah. about that. Like people. Yeah, it's interesting because people want things easy. They want to live like a normal life, but they want extraordinary results. They want like the best of the best, but they don't want to give that kind of effort. But if you don't live an above average life, you're not, you know, and you don't have above average skills or discipline or whatever, you know, you're not going to have an above average life. Like, how are you going to get there? If you're doing what everyone else does, you're going to get the same thing that everybody else gets. You know, that's why it's called being in the 1%. That means 99% of people, so whatever 99% of 7 billion is don't do whatever it is that you're supposed to do to, to be at that level of success. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking about cheating on your diet, but I wrote this caption, um, like a day or two ago, but cheating on your diet to me is no different than like cheating on your girlfriend. You know, you make that promise. That's it. Um, <laughs> you know, I have like, a story, but it's after. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But to me, to me, it's like cheating on your diet is cheating on your, it's like cheating on your girlfriend. Like, obviously it, it's, it's very different in terms of like the severity of it. But if you say that you're not, you're not going to do something like, you know, you're not going to cheat on that girl because you love her and you care about her and you don't see yourself as a cheater. But why don't you put as much effort and importance on yourself and your goals. Like why are, why are your goals not important enough to not cheat on or, you know, to, to not cheat on your diet and stuff like that. So what he's saying is like, view your goals as your girlfriend. 
Basically, if you're faithful, just if you're make faithful. sweet, passionate love. If to them. you're faithful, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're not faithful, don't do that. But <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. If you're a cheater, if you're a cheater, I don't I don't know I don't know what to say. You, know, <laughs> you need you, you need more morals. <laughs> you need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, come to church with us. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I think on that note, that's uh, that's that's about all the motivation you need. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got today, guys. I mean, again, just <laughs> discipline, you know, action. Those are going to yield motivation. So that's it. Yeah. That and uh, change your perspective to gratitude. And yes. raise your standards of what you believe it, believe you are as a person. And you'll live up to those standards. But if you like the show, you know, we hope you like the show like it, you know, on, on, on podcasting or iTunes or whatever it is, share the show with anyone that you might think is, uh, would benefit from listening to this. And, um, yeah, you have anything else? That's all I got. Cool. And if you guys have any questions, you can always hit up us on, hit us up on Instagram. Um, what's yours? Will Sage underscore. I would, yeah. I would say yours, but I forgot. AJ. He got his Instagram deleted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine is AJ dot q u i m s o n so aj go talk shit to us aj there. is very motivated <laughs> to you know build his new following so there we go yeah you know that's kind of what happens when you have a business built around instagram and then you lose twelve thousand uh, followers <laughs> all right all right we're done <laughs> all right guys we'll see you later <laughs> <laughs>